0: There have been some times at Longleaf Breeze when you and I have felt like we were sort of toiling alone, but the last few days we've had a chance to show it off to some friends and family, and boy, has it been fun.
1: Welcome to Longleaf Breeze. Beginners learning subsistence farming using three simple principles, approaching but never reaching subsistence. It's got to be fun while we're doing it.
2: And we don't make allness statements. And now, Lee and Amanda Borden. Welcome to our podcast of March 25th, 2010. We are also welcoming our daughter, Adrienne, to um, join us later in the broadcast. And she, as you might remember, is our is our announcer for the podcast. We want to um, also... Start out by talking about how pleased we were to welcome a number of visitors to the farm the past week. It's been fun. It hasn't really has it? been. Uh, we had our brother in law, Tom, and your brother, my, my brother-in-law, brother in yeah. law, and uh, his family, and including grandchildren, came and we had a great day out and some beautiful weather that day to go creek banking and cooking out in the solar oven and just all kinds of fun farm things. built a things. big fire and yeah. fed it. Fed it, let the boys and the girls too throw sticks into it and watch them burn. So we had a good time.
0: Spent some time just hanging out, at visiting as well. Yeah, and it was
2: really fun. And then my good friend Mary Jean came for a visit, and we spent a day hiking and talking and eating lunch together. And it was just really good, good to do. And um, I think you really
0: enjoyed hanging out with Mary Jean. Y'all were talking shop and just enjoying being with each other. Well,
2: I miss my friends um, and from work. And I think not just from work, just friends in in general. And uh, I think that's one thing that I've hoped. And hopefully Mary Jean, this is the first of many visits from her, as well as the many first of visits from other friends who uh, come down to see what we're all about down here. Because I miss them, but I also want to show them what we're doing. Um, And of course, right now we have Adrienne here. And we're so thrilled to have her and also her brother Joe and Wife, Michelle, and son, that is our grandson, Smith, will be joining us in April. So, um, you know, we've just had quite a few uh, people through, and we plan to have more.
0: Absolutely. It's fun to do that. So um, we're we're glad to play host to folks.
2: That's right. We actually had some work done here yesterday. I had a laundry sink installed, partly because I wanted a laundry sink, but it, to be kept clean, and, you know, we won't be washing our mineral spirits or anything out in that sink it's strictly for clothes and uh, you know delicates that kind of thing but also
0: all the yucky stuff goes into the utility sink in the shop
2: right right but um, we don't have a bathtub as of yet until we build our lodge someday and we have our one-year-old grandson who's going to need a bath and so we now have a nice sturdy laundry sink that he can stand he likes to stand during his baths anyway he's not a sitter He's a stander, so he can stand in the sink and get a nice a nice bath that way when he's it with It looks like
0: us. it's sort of just, size just right for Smith. Yeah,
2: it really is. So uh, anyway, we've enjoyed all the visitors. You know, we're not getting as much work done, but hey, they're the reason we're doing all this. So um, I think it'll be, it, it kind of ke- keeps me motivated, to be honest, to see that, to, to be encouraged by these people. I mean, they've come and they've. It, many of them have either noticed that we've gotten a lot done and said, man, it was, oh, the other visitor we forgot to mention was my mother. Oh, of
0: course. Grandma came. and um, Oh, that's awful. Sorry, Mama.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, we hope that she's <laughs> going to be uh, such a regular that she she hardly qualifies as visitor status. But the truth is, she hadn't been here in a while. The, the winter was so bad. She didn't want to drive in that. And um, I don't blame her. So she had not seen the farm in a while and uh, was really amazed at the progress we would made.
0: And weren't we pleased to be able to show it off to her. Yeah,
2: yeah. And, and you know, we, we want to talk about what surprises people the most about this place.
0: And obviously, we'll let Adrian speak for herself. because yes. She's going to join us a little bit later on. But um, the main thing that occurs to me that they have to say when they're here is uh, it involves this space where we are now, the apartment. I think people hear us say we live in the pole barn. And they expect this space to be much more rustic, much rougher than it is. They don't right. realize how totally livable it is here. <laughs> yeah. It's just a very pleasant place to hang out. And when people come here and they have a chance to see how everything fits together and so forth, I think they're pleasantly surprised.
2: Right, right. And plus, some of our visitors who have been to the farm before, but they haven't seen this since it was kind of roughed in and, you know, just so picturing us all moved in somehow to this space was also a little bit surprising. And, of course, I think for Mama, she couldn't believe the way our our planting area looks because we've got grass on it and that has changed a lot. We've done a
0: good bit of planting and uh, things are smoother
2: and cleaner and
0: a little prettier than they were at one time.
2: Right. And, um, you know... One of the things that also it looks very different is we are so close to being finished with the deer fence. I wish I could say we were finished. We're not because of some of the reasons we've mentioned. We've had some delays. We've also had some weather delays again. But it really is almost enclosed now, and it looks so different. It
0: does, and it feels nice to be in that enclosed space. We've talked about that before. Right, but, so. um, it's feeling nicer and nicer because the enclosure is more and more complete. Mm-hmm. And um, we're we're uh, hoping to be able to tell you next week we've finished.
2: Right, we don't see any reason, unless the weather doesn't cooperate, that we shouldn't be. Um, we've had some other fun developments around the farm.
0: We've been spotting a lot of buds on those fruit trees. Isn't that fun? Right, every
2: one of them, even that LSU gold fig which is the last one to bud i mean that's the one that has been the most stubborn about showing any signs of life but even that one has some little tiny buds coming out on it and some of them are just leafing out already those um au plums the au
0: plums are the superstars they're just roaring out of the box yeah
2: so we're real pleased to see that and um our blueberries are are budding.
0: I should say, yeah, I say the AU plums are the superstars. The blueberries may be the superstars. They're really happy out there.
2: Yeah, so, and uh, I think hopefully all 12 of them will do just fine.
0: And we don't have any hope of having fruit, I guess, for a year or two. Right. Uh, Mainly, we're just interested in seeing good growth and to see the skeleton of the tree develop in the right way for a fruit tree. That's right. And we have some challenges there. We have some some trees that don't look anything like they're going to look eventually, we hope. And we're going to have some pruning challenges and so forth. But uh, we'll figure that out.
2: And I ordered some blackberries that um, are actually due to arrive any day now. So we might have a report on those by next week, too.
0: That would be fun. Right.
2: So um, anyway... Well, we've also had some fun with the Sun Oven. I mentioned earlier that we baked Toll House cookies for the uh, kids when they came to visit us early in the week, our nieces and nephews. But um, it was amazing how fast those little cookies baked, wasn't it?
0: I'm loving the fact that the Sun Oven has become part of our regular routine. That's just uh, very pleasant to see the way that it works. It's handy to use. It's easy to get to. Now that we've got grass growing on the hillside, it's pleasant to walk up there and service it. And you have really been using the sun oven. Right.
2: I even cooked some squash yesterday, kind of a squash, tomato, onion mixture. Um, Even though we
0: didn't have full sun, it was a hazy kind of day. I don't think we had some moments of blue sky and and, and full sun, but mainly you are cooking through haze.
2: Right. I didn't start out that way. I mean, earlier in the day, it had been bright sunshine. I thought, oh, good. I can't wait to get that squash out there. And then by the time I got it out there, it was hazy. But it cooked very slowly. I noticed that the thermometer of the oven hovered around 200 pretty much the whole time, Which between 200 and 300. we've
0: learned is, is hot enough to cook something if you're patient.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. And we had plenty of time. so So that was good. Um, The next thing that I would like to see us cook, and you found a recipe for it, I think, is bread in the Sun Oven.
0: That's really my next challenge. I want to develop a recipe for bread that we can keep in the refrigerator and pull out on a sunny day and uh, bake bread in the Sun Oven. Yes. That's going to be... uh, uh, we'll have a lot of false starts. We'll eat a lot of really crummy bread <laughs> and probably compost some, too. Uh, but eventually, we will figure out how to bake bread reliably in, in the sun oven. And when we do, you can take it to the bank. We will tell you all about it.
2: Well, good, good. Uh, and, and I do think that you and I have talked about this, that we'd like to develop a solar cooking attitude or ethic something that says this is our default that you know we if we can if we have a sunny day we cook out in the sun oven if we're going to be cooking at all that day
0: and and to to have the sense that oh this is cooking weather mm -hmm. we don't want to waste this cooking weather right you know it's it's less about what are we going to Want to eat tonight, so how do we cook it and it's more about hey, this is a good day to cook. What can we put in the sun oven
2: right and it's really fun, too, and it's easy to clean up so you know I don't mind it at all
0: that's a good point. We should mention the fact that clean up after the sun oven is simpler than cleaning up after cooking something mm-hmm. in our kitchen and the reason is that the cooking happens more slowly and there's not a not anything burned on right. the bottom right it's all I mean, when you get ready to wash a pot that you've used for the sun oven, you just put a, a rag on it, and it's washed.
2: Yeah, it's pretty clean, easy cleanup. clean up. And the other nice thing is if you are cooking for what you're eating that evening, you start it early in the day and get it over with, and then when you come in and you're tired, there's less food prep to do.
0: Absolutely. It's so. ready to eat, and uh, we have certainly enjoyed it. Sometimes we have to warm it up a little bit. Right,
2: but, but no problem. So, uh, But anyway, well, you know, I would like to stop. Our conversation and allow a little bit of time for Adrian to join us on the podcast today.
0: And we'll have to switch some things around, so we'll stop here and we'll be right back with you.
2: Well, we're back and we're welcoming Adrian joining us today. And um, first of all, just on a personal note, her dad and I are very glad to have her all the way from California. Uh, but Also, we were interested to know what your impressions are of the farm since you've been away since, I guess, Christmas, right? Mm -hmm. I was here in
1: January with Kenny, my boyfriend. And I guess I made like a little list to go off of because there were several different things. Um, The first one was the way the sun oven looks. That was surprising to me. I don't know what I was picturing, but it looks like a baseball game light to me. It's this giant... (laughs) It looks like, like the 80s sunning boards, this giant yeah, like thing that collects rays of light. It looks like a big light. And then this little sling kind of a thing that the the little pot rests on. So that was really interesting to me.
0: I would love to, to hear what you thought it would look like.
1: I guess I thought it would look like your Cuisinart oven. So I don't know. what
0: surprised you was all the reflectors, I guess. I
1: guess just the it just looks weird. It looks like a big light, and it's it's got a sling for the food, and you put things in the top. Those are three different elements that I totally wouldn't have guessed. Um, not to mention the fact that you're able to cook as much as you are, having no eyes, um, oven top or you know normal oven here. You just have your little cuisinart thing. So that's I was impressed with that.
0: Well, you know we have the induction.
1: Oh, oh and that. The induction You've type. got one eye. This one, one eye. One eye.
2: And the microwave. And, of course, we also have a nice gas grill outside. Yes, so. yes.
1: Well, we haven't grilled anything so, since I've been here. But um, also, the compost heap, the meticulous way with which I'm expected to participate. Um, <laughs> tea bags, <laughs> anything edible, like anything except paper. I, I don't know. It's just been interesting to... to be throwing yeah, things in
0: a paper too
1: yes you do um but you know you haven't told you haven't been telling me to put like napkins and things in there so i just put everything else and then when i put something like a tea bag in the normal garbage i'm like sorry i put it in the normal garbage um the compost toilet looks a lot more civilized than i would have expected yay um i know that it probably isn't civilized enough for mom yet but it i'm it's sure it getting there hopefully i pictured when when we talked about this originally an outhouse which i thought that's so farmer and like gross but it's portable it's just a bucket and a couple of pieces of wood and a toilet seat really
2: yeah very simple
1: and it doesn't stink just fyi listeners
0: (laughs) oh i can't tell you how nice it is to hear you say that (laughs)
1: <laughs> um, the orchard, I was completely not expecting, I guess I expected to see, um, just a field where they were like, the orchard, but it really is blooming, um, vegetation that is going to be fruits and vegetables, and that, I'm so excited, I'm so excited about your blueberries. Me That's, too. That's, I'm stoked for you guys, and you're gonna add more, so I just... I'm so excited. After being at George's um, orchard, I was like, yay, maybe that'll be us. And You're years. describing
0: George Brown, who lives in equality, who has been uh, a great source of information and inspiration for us.
1: Right. That's awesome. Um, the deer fence, to me, from out in this window, looks a lot like a normal fence. Just it's black. But you get up close, and it's a lot more intense. Um the, the wiring is, is a lot more intense. Not to mention watching you guys do your, your systematic teamwork was really kind of adorable. And um, I'm glad I got to witness that a little bit. And I hope that we'll get to do some work on that when we get back from the wedding.
2: Right, we plan to.
1: Yeah, so, And I'll be feeling better, I hope. Um, the, living in the apartment is very civilized. And um, I guess I... Not that I wasn't expecting it to be civilized, but um mom still has a lot of stuff at Misty Lane. But I think those aren't necessarily frivolities, but they're things that you don't necessarily need, which I think is, is really interesting. Cause I have been not I haven't been challenging you guys, but when I ask you like where are your Q-tips? I'm expecting you to say, "Oh, you know, we don't we don't have those." But you go and you in one of your drawers somewhere, and you've got them.
2: <laughs> that's true. We we do manage to keep the essentials on
1: hand.
0: Sometimes you have to go next door to the shop, but you can usually come up with Q-tips or whatever we need. I
2: find it very impressive. Um, and that's all I have. Well, I think that's a pretty good list, and I, I guess I'm a little surprised at what some of them are. Um. Although I did think the deer fence would be a surprise because it's so hard to picture what that might look like. It's hard to describe it to people.
1: Well, the posts, I pictured the posts being big, wood, you know, just crazy big posts. And they're really just poles, you know,
2: like a normal fence.
0: We've made the most use of trees that we can. And those places that have posts are only the gaps between trees.
2: Right. So, uh, but I'm just pleased that you were able to come see it. What else, Adrienne? Oh,
1: well, I was also very impressed with how much clearing has been done. Not to mention old cuz and the other stumps that dad has had to legitimately work hard at, at removing because he doesn't have the machine that will, will make it easy on him. But there there have been a lot of changes as far as clearing since I was last here.
0: Yeah, particularly on Bedge Hill, I guess. We've had a lot of changes to Begg Hill since you were here.
2: In the paths, yeah, the pathways, yes, mm-hmm. that's right. We went out and walked yesterday, some, didn't we? And mm-hmm. we looked around at a couple of places we had cleared out brambles and underbrush in the in the woods. So, yeah. thanks for noticing. It was a lot of work. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's kind of gratifying when someone comes to the farm who hasn't seen it in a while and actually notices the difference. So, thank you, Adrian.
0: And we're so glad you've been able to hang out with us. Have a chance to visit and be here on our podcast with us. This is good fun.
2: Thank you for having me. And I guess this is all the time we have for today, so we'll say goodbye until next time and hope you have a great week.
1: You've been listening to
2: Longleaf Breeze with Lee and Amanda Borden.
1: We'd love to hear from you. You can call the farm at 334-625-8682. Send email to letters at longleafbreeze.com. Or you can send us honest to goodness mail at P.O. Box 780446, Talesea, Alabama 36078. To browse our archive, to learn more about the farm and about Lee and Amanda, and to talk with other listeners, visit us at longleaffreeze.com. Thanks for listening. See you next week.